Hey, thanks for listening to the Motown Family Sports Rant. In our inaugural episode today, we're going to share some personal sports memories we've all had. Dad predicts the city's reaction to the Detroit Tigers winning the Super Bowl. Yes, the Super Bowl. We go over how we feel about Michigan football this year, Lions draft options, and our confidence in the Iser plan. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy. For listening, let's get started. Uh, this is going to be a nice, fun podcast we do about Detroit, Michigan, really whatever sports topics we feel like talking about. We're just doing it for fun. My name is Craig. I'll be—I guess I'll be the host of this show. Hopefully, it doesn't suck. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I'm here with my dad and my brother. We've just been fans for life, and we like talking about sports, and we thought we'd do it for fun. So, Dad, why don't you go first? Uh, just give one. One cool memory of uh, Detroit, Michigan sports. Okay. Whenever in your life. Yeah, what you got? Yeah, so I'm Brian. I'm, I'm the father. I'm the elder statesman. I'm an old fart, so I have memories <laughs> that kind of go back, but sometimes I have to make sure that they're actually, in fact, memories. Very true. Um, very true. There and you go. As you get older, these things happen. Anyway, my, my, one <laughs> of my favorite sports memories as a Detroit fan was when the Tigers won the World Series in 1984. Um, I remember watching it on TV, and after they, they won the game, my brother and I decided we would go down to Tiger Stadium and try to take part in the festivities. And even though it was kind of a hectic scene, we, we were able to get into the stadium and actually walk down onto the field, which was kind of cool. cool. That was pretty cool, yeah. 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 It was kind of wild, but it was still pretty fun. There's no way they would let you do that nowadays. Oh, no. <laughs> so cool. Hell no. That's uh, how old you are. So thank you. You got a good history. All right, Brett, you're next. What do you have? Yeah. Hi, I'm Brett. Um, uh, my favorite memory is probably just when we used to listen to the Red Wings in the playoffs, like in the basement back in the day. Um, we did have cable, so we would sit down there. I think that's why we did it. At least that was my understanding as a kid. <laughs> sit down in the basement. We also might have been working out too at the time. I can't quite remember, but it was fun just kind of hanging out down there. And that was like the first time I remember like having a team that was really good and you like actually felt like rooting for it was fun because you know going to Lions game was depressing. <laughs> yep. Plus hockey was just it's an easier sport for little kids. Too, so. Yeah I agree okay. it's actually funny you funny you bring that up I was thinking of, about my just kind of earliest sports memory that's what I was going to do and it's this it's the same thing just listening to the Red Wings with with you guys more so on the radio I remember listening with dad and there was that one time they beat the the Avalanche in this the the playoffs by like six goals or something, but those are just my yeah. first earliest like sports memories as a kid. Because yeah, like you you like you said, it's it's easy for kids to get into hockey because it's 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 simple. You you put the puck in the net and you get a point. <laughs> was that the same Avalanche game where McCarty pummeled Lemieux? I think this was one after. I think it was a little later. Oh, okay. It was when we were living in in Chelsea. I remember, but yeah, I just remember that was a that was a fun. That was just one of them. But we used to listen yeah. to the Red Wings all the time. I just yeah, and they were actually good backs. Yeah, they were actually good. Don't all right, so we're just gonna go around and give out a topic and kind of talk about it. What we think is relevant right now in Detroit, Michigan sports, or what would be interesting to discuss anyway. So. Uh, Dad, why don't you go first? What do you got? This is a really broad topic. Feelings about the status of Detroit sports right now as a Detroit sports fan. I just remember, I feel like about a year ago, we were a lot more optimistic about some of our teams. Um, Like, for instance, the Pistons had just drafted a couple young studs that looked promising. And we had a lot of confidence in Troy Weaver that he was taking them in, in the right direction. 
The Red Wings, of course, everyone feels with Stevie Iserman as the general manager. He's got us on the right track. And then this year when we started to show signs of progress and had a chance to make the playoffs, Iserman decides he's going to tear the team down and instead invest in draft choices. The Tigers, mm-hmm. we all know where the Tigers are at. Um, and honestly, the only team we seem to have any optimism for going forward, at least at this point, is the Lions, which is like completely <laughs> opposite of everything we've ever experienced in, you know, for a long time. So, yeah, yeah. I just, do you guys feel the same way or do you feel a little differently? Like what? Yeah, I think I'm less optimistic overall. Thank goodness for the Lions. In fact, she, as a Michigan fan, also thank goodness for Michigan football because I think it keeps our interest and gives us something to look forward to. But the other teams, it just, I think we're, we're spinning our wheels. I feel like that. I will say, like, yeah, I mean, the Lions being better in general is a huge one for me. So, like, I think overall I do for all the teams considered. But the Lions being good and then Michigan just seeming like they're, you know, potentially set up to compete again this year. Like, yeah. I think they should be better than they were last year. I'm not sure what the Big Ten's going to look like and all that, but, like, that part's exciting. And those two ones are pretty big ones for me, too, because those are probably, like, the two, even though I started with kind of hockey, like, those are the two ones that are nearest and dearest, I think, still, for whatever reason, the Lions always will be. So, it's kind of weird, yeah, like, definitely less overall. And the Tigers, I don't know, I still I still have hope for the Tigers. You know, they it's kind of, I don't know what, what exactly to expect right now. It's still kind of new. See what happens this year. It seems like they kind of won a couple recently, which is good. Can you imagine what it would be like if the Tigers won the Super Bowl? The kind of parade they would throw in Detroit. I mean, people yeah, here went yeah. that shit crazy over the Red Wings and the two Stanley Cups, and they showed up downtown in droves. I feel like if the Lions pulled off something like if they won the Super Bowl, it would just you wouldn't be able to get downtown. Be awesome. It'd be fun. I think people would probably do. They would Super be right. Bowl tickets to go see the Lions. Uh, oh, you'd ha- I mean, you'd have to pay at yeah. least a couple thousand. Yeah. I think I'd cash in some of my retirement to go see that. That'd be <laughs> worth it. <laughs> I might have to give away some of your inheritance, but that's okay. <laughs> There's an inheritance? <laughs> yeah, wait, what? <laughs> what <is this? laughs> I'd like to use mine as well for a ticket. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm going to cash in my inheritance early. <laughs> I kind of agree with what you guys are saying, though. I honestly don't have a, other outside the Lions, who I feel real sketchy putting all my faith in because they have just disappointed me for my entire life. But they're really the only Detroit sports team right now that I feel like has any kind of direction. Or the Wings, the Wings, kind of. I, I do trust Steve Eiserman, but it's just they've been stuck in the mud for so long. But the Tigers, man, I don't see. They are just. They're just unwatchable. I know they won a couple games, but my God, are they just not good? And oh, you know the Pistons. The Pistons at least could they could make get one player and at least be competitive. But I just it, yeah. it's kind of depressing. Yeah. At this point, I feel like I'm kind of over with NBA basketball. I used to like the days when the Pistons or the bad boys would get in out there and they'd mix it up and they were tough and they had an identity. But now you watch basketball games now. Nobody plays defense. It's really yeah. not even worth watching until the last couple minutes. And it's just yeah. run and gun. It's it's not a real basketball it is. game. Well, it's all about, like, stars, too. And that's the thing. The Pistons don't really have any stars. I don't think Kate Cunningham's going to be that. If they have, to, if they get the number one overall pick and they get that Yonder kid, that'd be cool. But it's just, I don't know. I, I feel like they're so far away, and they are just abysmal to watch. 
Yeah, who's yeah. gonna be your coach? I, honestly, it's the right. Well, that I, I that's, a, that's a whole that's a big yeah, could be a whole big subject. I heard some but. people want the uh, the Celtics guy who was fired for whatever the hell. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. I thought he's a good coach. There was, so. what was like the rationale behind it? It was something stupid. I I don't know. I think he had an affair with one of his staffers or something, and it was like a power <laughs> dynamic thing. But I, oh well, I don't yeah. know. But, I, I could live I'm, with I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah I'm, okay I'm okay with that. With that too. Yeah. Here in Detroit, yeah. we take that. <laughs> yeah. Looking at Jalen Carter as a first round yeah. draft choice. And yeah. He's yeah. probably looking at Jalen yeah. So, yeah, we don't care. I mean, right. Yeah. And as the country's I mean, number get... one Urban Meyer fan, dad's, uh, dad's fine with yeah, anything. I am. So. I'll take Urban Meyer as long as he wins. As a bad yeah, as he is. As that's a, as that's another wins. topic we'll come back to later. But, yeah. <laughs> I just remember it was only a few years ago. I feel like, well, it was probably like 10 years ago now, but the, the Pistons, the Tigers, and the Wings were like all in first place. The Lions were like almost going to make the playoffs, and now it's just it's like a whole flip-flop. But It is. Yeah. I think with, I think the big thing to me, though, is even when the Lions were like that, like I don't know if it was Stafford or if it was just the franchise, I just never really felt as confidently as I do now that they're going to like actually – be confident yeah, next year, you know. I, I do too, but they have disappointed I, me I've every said single time. Right, I've definitely We've all said, said this before. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think the Kool Aid's a little stronger this year, though. So. I mean, yeah. I'm more inclined to drink it this like, year just because I feel like it was more than a year they shown improvement towards the end of the previous year. They actually showed signs of improvement, then it carried over this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know they got I, off yeah. the slow start, but you know, I I believe in Dan Campbell. I like his attitude. And yeah. I think the general manager, manager and he are both kind of in lockstep with one another, which is nice. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, I agree. I do, I do think they're making the right decisions. They've done good things, but I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna believe it till I see it. And they finally have a forward running the team that actually seems to give a crap about the team and is willing to let the football players make football decisions, which is nice. Yeah, she's she's allowed to stay out of the way. I think yeah. she's mildly senile, but yeah, at least just just stay out of the way. I like <laughs> Let other her. people run it. Really, I like her. She's, I like her. Yeah. she's fine. I like. Her. She's an old she's lady. A bit, she's fine. Yeah, she's a little bit. <laughs> she's an old lady. She, yeah, she's like seventy-five. <laughs> what does she know about football? We're not football? asking her to strap up the pads. We're just asking her to <laughs> right, stay out right. of the way and pay the players. I prefer <laughs> she just stays home and does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're all feeling positive about Detroit sports, is what I what I feel at about there. At least the Lions, yes. Okay, just the Lions. Michigan football. How do you feel about Michigan football? Well, I actually have a topic for that. If you want me to, like, yes. kind of go yeah, next. Good right. What do you got? Thank you, thank you. Yep. The player you're most excited to see for Michigan football in 2023, both on offense and defense. Why? Well, I think offense, it's it's JJ. I think the team is going to be as good or bad as he plays. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I guess <laughs> him and Blake Corum. So I, I'm not sure which one, but probably JJ. He needs he needs to play well. I think he needs to play a little bit better than he did last year, even though he was he was okay. Yep. If the team, if they want to have like success in the playoffs and beat Ohio State again, it's going to be on the on the back of JJ. Even though Blake's coming back, you know, a running back doesn't make that big of a difference. I don't think. And honestly, I don't know if I could name anybody on their defense right now. <laughs> uh, like, Come like on, who, no. I know. No I'm one? a great fan. Like, who's their top defender? <laughs> They've lost. They keep losing guys every year. I mean, they, they who's, always who's seem to you can... oh, Who's that, um, that defensive lineman? He's really good. He was a wrestler in high school. What the heck's that kid? The, the, 
Yeah, McGregor's are you thinking of, right? No, no, McGregor's, McGregor. McGregor. no McGregor's another one. McGregor's kind of looks like Aiden Hutchinson, but this is yeah, he's kid. like he's I think he's yeah. out west somewhere, but he's he's started for a couple of years now. I feel like, and he's really good. So yeah, I would say JD, and I I do believe he's got the potential to be a first round NFL draft choice. I know you guys don't agree. But God, that's he, a whole topic onto itself. There's no way. He's got he's <laughs> yeah, got an incredible arm. He's elusive as heck. And I think I don't know if he's a good leader or not, but he seems to say the right things. I think he's got a good attitude. I just don't think he's I mean, he's good for college. Is Caleb, the, Caleb to, Williams, Drake Bay, JJ McCarthy, top three quarterbacks taken next year. <laughs> Is is JJ a little bit too much uh, like Joey Harrington, Joey Sunshine, or is he? No, he seems you think he really believes that substance. Stuff? He, he, uh, no, I, he actually seems genuinely like tough. And, yeah, and I think that's just his generation. He's like twelve. You got to remember. Yeah, but, but I think that's just that's how they are. Yeah, yeah, they're all happy go lucky. They watch fast as shit shows with hot colors and shit like that. He's still watching Disney shows. I'm also right. fired up to see the place kicker that takes Moody's job is. <laughs> Hell yeah! yeah. I mean, Actually, yeah. that's that's going to be a big deal. Whoever was, they yeah, they was, relied on him a lot last a year. A lot. There were a lot of games yeah. they won because of field goals. Yeah, because he made like right? five field goals. Yeah, they're going to yeah. need a, a guy to fill in. I don't know. Traditionally, Michigan has had terrible kickers. So yeah, you hope yeah. Kind of Moody. I do. Yeah, second round. Yeah, baby. That's second yeah, round. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's a, what's right the off the bat? Think, what's the highest? Moody. If JJ Sick. is a first round quarterback, <laughs> Moody is a second round kicker. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I I'd invest like a maybe a fifth at the highest because I think he'll yeah. still be there. You going through the so mock too. drafts, he's still available after the draft is over. So yeah, yeah, I think like I probably six six or seventh round. Honestly, you just don't draft kickers that high, but that would be nice. I, I think he'd yeah. be a good. It would be. They also. The Lions also resigned what's his pit though, the uh, Michael Badgley dude for a couple of years. Just stupid. He's so kind of just wanted him to draft it. Yeah. He so sucks. Okay. He's, he's, I just you don't you don't think they're gonna like draft a kicker and roster two kickers though, right? Like so probably like, not. they they could cut him I, and probably only cost him like half a million dollars. It wouldn't be much. It's a dick move right after just <laughs> I think it was a two year deal. At least. Hey, hey, like, Brad Holmes a villain. Have you seen his shirt? He's a villain. <laughs> so he doesn't care. <laughs> So I'll I'll try to be different. I, I was gonna say originally we should pick different guys if like someone, but I I mean JJ's hard to not pick on offense. I will just say the offensive line in general, if they block as well as they did last year, I yeah. mean it's to be pretty incredible. And it looks like they got some good transfers coming in, got good younger guys that should replace them, so they should be okay. But um, like that's huge if they can do that again because I don't I think they're gonna open up the playbook a little bit this year. I think JJ's gonna throw it more. Um, I mean, but you know I think they're still gonna try to rely on the run, and that's gonna be all. Depending on the line, and JJ being well, being you know, taking steps this year is going to be dependent. On that. I tell you, I wish they could get some of those Michigan State wide receivers. Yeah, State, yeah. State always, yeah. State always, you know, I'm not a huge State fan by any means, but they always have amazing wide receivers, way better than Michigan's. They and do. If, yeah. if you if we could get a couple guys like that, yeah, I'd be a lot more optimistic about JJ and his passing. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I think they have decent enough wide receivers, though. I just don't think they – it wasn't part of the game plan as much to throw it deep. But when they did, I mean, they looked – you know, J.J. could do it towards the end of the year. It looked good. So I, I think I J.J. could throw get it deep. They, they need some just big can, guys, like some tall, big yeah. guys who could be targets. They they got the, all these little shifty, small guys, and they're okay. But, yeah, 
Yeah, like a Jalen Reed or or even like a Braylon Edwards back in the day. He was huge. You just need yeah. somebody who can kind of just throw it. Yeah, and he used to throw it deep for for Edwards and let him jump, go jump ball, grab it. Yeah, just yeah. chuck it up there. Yeah. I mean, they, I think that's why he's good with the tight ends too. And I agree. Like they need just like they don't even have to be like that fast. Just big wide receivers because like, he's not super pinpoint accurate all the right. time at least. So, but he can get it to where he needs to go. If you got a big guy that can you know jump up and get it, it's good. Um, and then defense, I would say Will Johnson, that corner, he had the, he was a rookie He's last great. year or freshman last year. Yeah. That's a good choice, good. yeah. I see him leaving yeah. after this next year. I think he's that good. He's probably he played really well, running. especially yeah. down the stretch, yeah. yeah. yeah I think he's going to turn pro. He's, that kid, kid's amazing. Some growth Yeah, point. I mean, it's, oh, yeah, local, yeah. Gross point south. Cool, I mean, um, isn't he like a legacy or something like that, too? I think in his yeah, I think dad his played. dad played, right? Yeah. His dad played. Michigan. But yeah, he's, he's pretty good. Um, and, you know, against Ohio State, who always has good wide receivers, it's going to be important. They can just show, like, what's his tits down, you know? I think we all agree JJ's kind of going to be how the offense goes, and they're going to need him to play well. And then on defense, yeah. it's going to be a group effort, but they're, yeah. they've been, it's been good the last couple of years. So I hope Corum doesn't get re injured. He, uh, when he went out last year, they lost a huge part of their game. They mm-hmm. did. Donovan goes down a lot easier than Coram does. Hey, Donovan's yeah. really fast in a straight line, okay? If he doesn't get touched, can, he, he's amazing. He's he's the best straight line runner <laughs> in college so, football. He's so damn fast, though, and he's like, he can catch the ball. I think he's actually, I know you guys like, I like Coram a lot, too, but I think he's more talented running back than Coram is. I think Coram's a lot tougher. Oh, I don't know fast. about that. Yeah. I, th- I, think, Dan, I, think, I think Donovan Edwards is good. I don't know if he's more talented, though. I, don't, I, don't I think, think, like, so. natural talent, natural talent. But that's, that's a nah, I don't like so. Disagree with that one. Well, they still got, they could have Mike Hart dress up again. Mike, Mike Hart, he's like 280 like pounds now. <laughs> with heart issues. <laughs> like, still better yeah. oh, than yeah. any uh, running back Michigan State has. That's true. Well, I mean, they had that one guy that one year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. That was their whole team. Yeah, I got a cool kind of Michigan and Lions topic. Quick okay. question. Sure, yeah. Throw a little bit, but like, who's one current Michigan player in this draft that you would want the Lions to draft most? Like, regardless of like what they specifically might need, or you can, or that can be a part of it, like what the Lions need. Don't say kicker, but <laughs> you know something like they actually like genuinely need that, to play a role. I it was going to be Jake Booty. I I can't choose Jake Booty. <laughs> Got to. No, Jake that doesn't Booty. count, Craig. <laughs> Honestly, only Michigan mothers too. I think I like I like Mozzie Smith. Mm-hmm. And if, if they mm-hmm. don't if they don't draft Jalen Carter with their first choice, I think I'd consider taking Mozzie Smith a little bit later because they need a big guy in the middle. That's and a good I, pick, I, also, yeah. I also think school Schoolmacher, the tight end. I know they don't really need a tight end. But I think he's a pretty talented kid. If yeah. they draft him in the first round, I'll flip my shit. But yes, you I like think, it uh, when they take wide receivers and, and yeah, tight ends. what such a waste. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think yeah. those are good. Schumacher would be a. I, yeah, I guess I didn't really. He wasn't as good down the stretch though. He threw it to that other guy, that freshman love yeah, or what? Loveland. I think he, he was, was hurt. hurt. Was this, oh, was it? You bastard. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't care. Shove his ass out there with his bum ankle. Him and Blake Corn. They both Actually, they both quit on the team. So you're talking about <laughs> stud players in Michigan. That tight end is good. What what's his name? He's like a is he a sophomore. Oh this yeah. Year? Uh, oh my god. Loveland? Yeah. Loveland. It's something like that. He he's 
I've read well, he's got the potential to be the best Michigan tight end ever. And that's that's pretty high praise because they've had a lot of good tight ends. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you'll see things. You'll see J.J. McCarthy's like the next Patrick Mahomes and stuff like that. Sometimes he is, people do. So you got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. Dad's pretty yeah. convinced he is. So all right, <laughs> he could be. Could be you. As long as you don't play Appalachian <laughs> State, they'll be fine. Right, the wrecking <laughs> ball that is. Yes, <laughs> Craig, you want to go next? You're a Michigan player. You got a boner? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think Jake Moody for sure. The Lions, I think, still need a kicker, and I really do like Jake Moody. But uh, if we're not going kicker, did, was it Oluwatami? Did he come out? From the Lions? Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. that's, good stuff. yeah. that's a good one. Ma- Mozzie, Mozzie Smith was a good pick. That was who I was going to go with. But for somebody different, I think that would be a good choice. He played really well last year. They could use another interior guy. Even if he yeah. just is a backup, like, depth guy, I think that would be a good pick yeah, for him. That's a really good choice because who's their center line center? He gets injured a lot. Ragnar. Ragnar. Yeah, yeah he's, he's really good. Ragnar's and he does, a stud. Yeah. But he gets hurt. And he can bump over He can bump over to guard, too. And Olatimi could yeah. play center. Actually, or I think Olatimi played guard, too. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a really good I think there's, they could use some more interior guys. They're set on the edges with uh, with Decker and, and Sewell. But, yeah, I just think any more interior guys would be how good for him. Would you, how high would you take him? Uh, third round, maybe? Maybe yeah. late? Yeah. Maybe with their second, second round pick? I, I bet he's still there in the fourth. I, do, I don't even know if they have a fourth round choice. Still, yeah. With one I round, mean, they don't have anyone. Uh, I think I it's think. yeah, fifth or fourth. They don't have anybody. Well, they might have a fifth now since they traded Akuda, but I think they yeah. There's one round they don't have a pick. Yeah, so that would that's a good choice. Yeah, because I do yeah. think yeah. how is he not rated higher in all the wasn't didn't he get the Outland Trophy or something this year? He, he I think yeah, he I got think chalked just, up that the Michigan offensive line in general was really good, and I think that is a big yeah. part of it. That could be like, like I think that yeah, I good. agree. Maybe he didn't stand out as much because the whole. Offensive line was decent, but I do oh. think individually he's a, he's a good player. Yeah, that I yeah, think that no, he be was. Choice. He could be. I take uh, him. I would. Um. Oh, I mean, I like Schoolmaker. He, he was what I was gonna say was Schoolmaker too, because I think he he like transfers over a lot. What of his skills are to the NFL? You know, he's big. He's got good hands. He's pretty reliable too. I mean, he's the only one that like JJ seemed like he actually had like a legitimate reliable connection to for a while last year. And he so, blocks. You know, Michigan runs the ball all the time, so you know. The Lions who like to use tight ends and shit like that. Your packages, it's good for that. So. They got a cornerback who's supposed to be pretty good too. I can't remember the kid's name. He's DJ really Turner. Oh, Turner. Yeah. yeah. So that's a good speaking one too. of Turner, did you see in a mock draft? I think Mel Kuyper put out some. He had to take first, uh, somebody taking Turner in the first round. Yeah. 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 That's, that's that's the like, I hope the Lions yeah. don't do that. He's, no, they're not going to take him. I don't think anybody is no, the first round, but yeah. He had the fastest 40 time, though. I didn't know he was that fast. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. So that means he can chase down the wide receivers that he can't cover after they catch the ball. Exactly. Theoretically, <laughs> yeah. I mean, wouldn't it be better if he was just in the in the right place in the first place? That would, I'd rather have that, yeah. Quite frankly, yeah. I'd rather that. Ideally. Cover yeah. skills are overrated. You just want straight line speed, like Donovan <laughs> Edwards. That's all you need. He's like Forrest Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just keep on running. Who's gonna yeah. win more games, Lions or, or Wolverines? I think the Michigan. Michigan's gonna win. Michigan doesn't play anybody. They have Ohio State. The Big Ten sucks. <laughs> Michigan should yeah. go undefeated. Honestly, I think they might lose to Ohio State this year, but otherwise, that's the only team they should lose to. I don't think they're gonna lose to I Ohio think, State. I, I thought they would lost. Yeah, I think they've got their head. But three years in a row is asking a lot. That is asking yep. a lot. I, I think that's really the only reason. Like, everything else, I agree. I, on paper, they looks like they should win. But I just 
they still have it in them where they're going to they're going to come out and just be overconfident like they did against TCU. And I yeah. just feel like three years in a row, they're feeling pretty yeah. high and mighty right now. So that's I, another I, I could just true. see it. That is true. But I feel like they, for A, they've kind of crossed like a mental hurdle with Ohio State. It really does feel like that. And then B, Harbaugh also sucks in bowl games. Like, I think that's like what really would it come. I don't know why. I don't know if it's just like on the national stage like that, but he's fucking awful. Oops, so like, I, I think that's like, yeah, I just kind of the last crap two the years, bed. The Georgia game last year, I think they were just happy to be there. And I don't yeah. think they were yeah. mentally prepared for the game. And then against TCU, I think they read too many of the press clippings about how they should dominate that game. Yeah, isn't that kind of like, yeah. like Harbaugh for not getting ready, though? You know, like yes. you got yeah, to be business-like. And they did that all year, too. Like they had some really like close games where they probably didn't play two but one. It was real business-like. And then towards the it just it was really frustrating, honestly. Seemed like they shouldn't have done that. They should have beat TCU this year. I they should have, and I think the problem this next year. I mean, we'll it'll depend on how the year plays out. But I think at the end of the year, everybody's going to pick Michigan to win. They're going to be hearing it all year about how good they are, and Ohio State's yeah. cashed. And I just that's what I'm worried about. And they Michigan does that, or they get too excited about themselves, and they just kind of show up, and then they don't play well. So yeah, that's true. I know. My my thing is, like I said, I feel like they jumped that hurdle with Ohio State. So my hope is that maybe they could do that with like on the national stage with teams. Because I like, yeah, I, hope you're I right. think they were outmatched versus Georgia. I think Georgia had a lot more just talent on the roster last yeah, year. Georgia was whatever. just better. Georgia's yeah. just better. But the same at yeah. the same time, I feel like they could have competed better than they did. And then the last year, yeah, I feel like just I just would like everyone to just who you would like to see the lines take and with a number one choice. And maybe even okay. with her, and maybe even with the second choice in the first round, who you'd like to see him take oh, okay. with their two choices in the first round. So you the like your your dream picks for the Detroit Lions with the first two first, well, would first make, round picks. Walk away dream or like somewhat realistic scenario. Or like wants, what do you mean? Wants two tight ends. Yeah, I, I would like. Uh, <laughs> yep, I'd like whatever that dude is. Mayor from T- Notre Dame. He's yeah. amazing. Yep. And then Schumacher. Yeah. yeah, and then Quentin Johnson. All right, you go first. You got the series. Who do you think? Who would you like to see him take in the first round with both their choices? Dream scenario. Yep. I, w- I would be love it if I've, I saw one mock draft. Actually, the one Mile Cooper did, which was like just nuts. But Will Anderson fell to them. I, I would love that. Uh, if not him, probably Jalen Carter. And then so one of they're not both going to be there. So we'll say realistically, probably Jalen Carter will be there. I would I would be cool with that. And then I know they don't really need it, but I think it'd be fun for them to take Bijan Robinson. I just think it'd be fun uh, to watch him play. I, I, no, I'm the same way. They don't need a running back, and honestly, it would probably kind of a waste of a pick, but it would be so fun to watch him play. Yeah. <laughs> He's so good. Uh, first, yeah, I want Jalen Carter a little bit more than Will Anderson because I think it fits a need a bit better. But at the same time, I think Anderson's probably a safer pick because he doesn't seem like he can change. Like Jalen Carter might be, but um, so I would definitely want him first. Because I think they need some more interior pass rush as well, and I think they just need more bigger guys up front that are kind of scary that could take the load off Hutchinson. You know, I like James yeah. Houston, but he's he's a little undersized, and you don't know if that's going to necessarily replicate year after year like that. Like I hope it does. Hope it comes back. He's good, but I think they need a little more pass rush. So if they can't get him, if he's not realistically going to slide, also just any kind of pass rush. I'd be fine with Tyree Wilson too. I know it's kind of boring, but... Who would you take um, for the second choice? Uh, that one's tough because. <laughs> Yeah, I like. I mean, Bijan would be cool, and I and I do think it's kind of like based on if you're trying to win now or trying to plan for the future. But I think if you're winning now, that'd be a cool pick. I I like any kind of stud wide receiver, but I wouldn't take that that early because I think that would just kind of like just having an awesome passing. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I wouldn't mind if like one of the guards or like tackles slid down though. Like if Skoran's here, um, the big dude from Florida, Torrance, whatever his name is, just to kind of get the run game going. I kind of want something in the Anthony Richardson. Side. You want Anthony Richardson? He, that's interesting. We, that should be a whole another cl- uh, talk that we have to talk We're, about Anthony. Richardson. Next next week is the draft show. We'll we'll we'll, di- we'll dig deep in the after Anthony Richardson. So I I'm with you guys actually. I'd like to see Jalen Carter. I know he's a troubled child, but I remember when they drafted Sue and the team they had with Sue. They, their defense incrementally just got way better with Nadamik and Sue, and because he just dominated inside, and they couldn't block. They had to put two or three guys on him every time. And if you watch the tape on Carter, he's the same way. He's unblockable, and it's going to free up the ends to just go crazy. You're going to see Hutchinson just his numbers are going to skyrocket too. I am concerned about, you know, his character, but yeah. he. Everyone says he, you know. What he did was stupid, without a doubt. It was just stupid. And I'm not sure if you can write it off as being just, you know, because he's young. But um, I don't know. I just I just think they have such a need for an inside presence, and he would make such a difference. I'd like to see them take Carter. If he's not there, if, yeah, if the, the kid Will Anderson was available, that'd be a good, that'd be a safer pick. And that he would team nicely with Hutchinson, too. They'd have a dynamic pass rush. <laughs> But I think they need the inside presence more. And second choice, I'd like to see him take the running back too. I know you don't think it's not like, um, an immediate need, but Swift can't stay healthy. And M- Montgomery's got a little bit of a history of injuries too. And mm. I think he would be a great addition. Yeah, I taking him also like th- – this is – Jared Goff needs to show up this year. And I think if you give him all of the tools – he kind of had no excuses last year, but he struggled in the first half. He played much better in the second half. Yeah, but I just kind of be amazing next year. I feel like otherwise, I think they should move off by drafting B. John Robinson. You give him another weapon and give him a perfect yeah. offensive line, great wide receivers, great running game, no excuses. You know, yeah, they should score pretty much at will. I yeah, they're going well, to get much out of Jamison Williams this year. Uh, I think they kind of need to. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, J- Jamison Williams <laughs> has been an interesting character, though. Did you see? So they traded Okuda. <laughs> Did you see his like yeah, his first that. tweet was like I want his number, not like so San yeah. Francisco. Go or he's like he's like sorry guys, like, I, I need that I need number. That number. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'll miss him, but I really would like his number. <laughs> I know. I try to remember that he too is like also twelve, so it's yeah. just a different generational thing. But yeah. it's just like uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe not right away, dude. Maybe just give it some time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think we pretty much kind of agree as yeah. far as who we'd like to see him take. I wouldn't mind seeing if they took an offensive lineman. I'd be okay with that too. It's I know it's an area of strength already, but there's a couple guys yeah. contracts are coming up, and they may not be able to re-sign them. And it's such a huge part of their offense. Right? Yeah, and just put them over the edge too. They would clearly be like one of the top. Oh, yeah. I don't like what's his name too, uh, Vitai. I think he, I just I I was, he's got that bad back. hurt a lot, and he's. Yeah, and he's just kind of solid. Get they they signed Graham Glasgow though. I think they've got depth. They just don't have any. Yeah. Like, the right guard is going to need some work. You know, I, I don't know. I think they kind of look at him though as the replacement for that Brown villain. Logan Brown. And, I mean, Who's he's the guy probably going to start. Jonah yeah. Jackson. Did they have a, yeah, he was good, right? So, they they good. don't have Yeah, him he's anymore. pretty good. Huh. No, they still have. No, him. They have him. He's still. There. It's really just right guard is their only like area of weakness. Right. Although Vitae was okay when he played, he just wasn't. You know, he's injured all the time. I think they'll cut yeah. him though. He's worth like he's due like eight million or something. I don't think they want to pay him that much to be whatever well, he is. Didn't they, 
I think he was one of the ones that took a pay. I think he did take a pay cut, actually. I'd like to see him take see him wind up with another linebacker, too. I would, yeah. too. I know. There's just not a great one in this, like, to take really early. And then they kind of, I feel like no, they're the ones they There's a lot from Iowa. Second, yeah, Campbell. Mel Kuyper has them getting early, Jack though. Campbell. In the second round, you could take him in the second round. I, don't I, don't like that. I would take him. So if take you do those mock drafts, if you wait on, until the line second round, Choice Campbell's always gone. Yeah, he oh, we'll is. Do, we'll do it next week. I will, it'll happen. I'm going to yeah, take Jack Campbell. Sewell's still there. Sewell's brother. Yeah. He's kind of slow is what I yeah. yeah. I can't, I also like the dude from Arkansas, too, the big white dude. I think he's supposed to be pretty good. So yeah. I take him. Well, I got one more topic. I haven't done oh, mine yet. I'm so sorry, final topic. Sorry, sorry. I want to talk about the Detroit Tigers because I've been so disappointed. I used oh. to love like spring training and stuff. And I used to get so excited for them. It would be the sign of spring starting. And they are just, I know they won their last couple of games, but my God, have they just been horrible this year? <laughs> I watched them. They were, they were, I watched them play the Toronto Blue Jays. They were up three to one, and I knew in the ninth they were going to blow it. And their closer came out and walked four straight guys. I mean, it's just so. I just, I want to talk about, I think Al Avila was the worst general manager in Detroit sports history. I like did some research and like looked up all just, he did nothing good. And he just, they have nine years of rebuild under him, and now we're going to have to do five more. And it's just so disappointing. Like, any hope for the Tigers? They're they're, yeah. they're just bad. First of all, the only five and nine. We're only it's only sixteen games in. Like that's not that hard. They, they have still gotten, time. They and have like, fucking Hinch does office, this but. every. Yeah, Hinch does this every single year, which is annoying as is crap. But they suck for the first like month and a half every single year. Um, I think yeah, I think losing Avila is gonna be big. I he I, was he the worst of all time? No, I, mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> I think I think Millen's pretty damn close up there. Um, Russ Thomas. You could argue that. Look I don't up. know who Russ Thomas is, Dad. He was a <laughs> general manager <laughs> for years. Anyone so how was he worse? For 30 years or so. Yeah, shows... explain, explain how he was worse, because I'm pretty sure Wait. I got I got, I got research how was he to show you that. Just, they had, yeah. what, two playoff appearances in the entire time, and each time they got their asses handed to him? Alavila had one. And it was at the very beginning with players that he was inherited. Uh, just so far, I, I win. Point I me you, next. Look, look at their winning percentage. That might be. A good, we'll do that for next week. That'd be with, a good one. Russ Thomas Russ, versus Al Avila winning percentage. Russ we'll Thomas, have is, I have it right here. Time. Russ Thomas's winning percentage is forty six point five five percent. That's not bad for Lions. Al Avila forty one percent. Forty one percent. I looked this up too because I was curious. I mean, that's there's also a shitload more baseball games. So that's not really fair. <laughs> well, it's, it's percentage wise, percentage. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he won more games, but he every trade I think, ended up being terrible. Yeah. He didn't sign a single Literally good contract. Move. I mean, and everything not to mention he, he fucking did. he stained the fucking franchise for year two years too from by, by making stupid picks that aren't going to come up in investments. Like all these young pitchers that were supposed to be good. Like Manning's looked okay. Myers is fucking hurt all the time. Uh, Scooble seems like he gets hurt a lot too, but when he plays, he's like pretty good. But even that's like not as good as it was supposed to. That was supposed to be like the entire push, yeah, like, the entire effort, you know. And no one. And I just, just baseball. Nothing. It's so imperative that you have like a farm system, and you because it takes so long for these guys to like make progress. It's not like at least football, you can draft a guy in the first round, and okay, good, he's a star. Like you can't do that in baseball. He just he gutted the farm system, he gutted the actual team. It's going to take five years before they're even like remotely competitive again. And we just went through a seven-year rebuild. You know what part of the problem is? 
baseball is a boring game even when your team is good. You can watch football when your team's not that great, and it's still mildly interesting because of the nature of the game. It keeps baseball is a slow, boring game. So if your team sucks, it's just that much harder to stick with and watch. That's and true, I think, mm-hmm. but I but like last year was the year they were rebuild was over. He said, <laughs> and we're back to it's just like I, I I sat through it. I was okay with it, but you know, with the future, there's yeah. no hope anymore for the Detroit Tigers. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah. It's because of Alavila. What are we twelve games into the year and we've already? I know, I know. I yeah, I, I try to watch them. I they're just they're just horrible, and I don't know anybody. Like they're just the guys they've picked right. up are all like all. Double A guys, but yeah. Craig, can I? I'd like to point out. Um, I have an article here from ESPN from 2008. Um, yeah. It lists the worst GMs in all sports of all time, and oh, uh, Matt Mellon is number one with a 270 <laughs> you know, winning percentage. 270. No, he, he was bad. Craig. <laughs> Millen was worse, but Millen, much worse. Millen was so, Millen was not as long term as as Alavila was, and I just and he was bad. He Don't was, get me wrong. He's up there. <laughs> Another topic of discussion we got to have at some point, worst line coaches that we remember. How about oh. Rod, Rod Marinelli and pounding the rock? <laughs> we We're going to pound, pound the, the rock. rock. <laughs> or Marty Morningwig taking the wind in, uh, in overtime in an indoor stadium. Hey. <laughs> Strategery. Strategery. It, was a, it right. was a choice. <laughs> it was a choice. I can agree. Uh, Alavila was the worst, so that's good. Thanks for agreeing with me. I didn't uh, agree. With too me. bad. You're on record. <laughs> You've been outvoted. Level of trust one through ten for Steve Eisman at this point in the in the Red Wings rebuild. Um, I'll go first. Ooh. I'm going to sure. say I'm going to say like a seven point nine. Like I want to say almost a ten eight, <laughs> but like I just really want to. And it, but like it's just really disappointing this year, and I just I don't see it a whole lot with the. They keep getting all these big defenders, and they, they look like they're going to be good maybe in like in four or five years, but it's going to be a couple of years down the road. So it, it just it's taken a lot longer than it seems like it should. <laughs> yeah. so, but I still have hope. I still think he's still very true to all his moves he makes. He's amazing in the draft. Like, he's really good at value talent and all that. So. I still believe in Steve Eisman. Yep. Me too. He did it at Tampa Bay. They were garbage. Now they're probably one of the best franchises in the league. I think he's slowly doing it in Detroit. It's not going as quick as we'd like to see. And I wasn't happy when he traded some of the players he traded at the trade deadline this year. He, I, yeah. No, yeah. go ahead. Anyway, that's it. That's all I got to say. So I, I, one to, one to ten, spread, what are you oh, giving him that? Four. I'm still bleeding. A four? Yeah. I, I four like, is I, not I, good. Ten would be like you, you think. Well, no, 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 no. Okay. So ten is the, ten is like. Is like, oh, I love this guy. I want them to oh, stay. Like oh. everything they do is awesome. All right, everything eight. is awesome. All right, I, one is no. I thought one is Alavila. <laughs> so I'll go with eight, okay. eight then. Huh. Okay. Right. I, I do think Steve Iverson's going to do great. I give him a two. I do uh, believe him. I so did you hear his press conference? He came out and talked. I heard it on uh, on I was listening to ninety seven one, and they played a bunch of his clips. It sounds like even he's like, this is taking longer than I thought it would. But I still, I still trust him. I, I do question some of the trades he made at the, the deadline this year. I'm not entirely sure about all that. At some point, he's going to have to spend some money. You can't just not pay anybody. I know he paid Larkin, but I don't know. I thought he got rid of some other guys we could have maybe kept. But I, I give him a yeah, six or seven, I think. Like I still believe in him, yeah. but I'm not there is some that, questions. 
I'm not happy that yep. he hired There's a coach some... that looks like Uncle Fester. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I kind of like Lalonde. Yeah. I think Lalonde did pretty good. But he I think he did like good. Uncle that was what I did too. Yeah, yeah he, 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 does, he, he does good in the press conferences. He's, yeah, he seems like he knows what he's yeah. talking about. He is a weird looking like guy. A, I'll give it up. He, he's creepy. Which is funny coming from two of us are very bald, so I, I can't make too much fun of him. <laughs> that, well, I, the other I, one's me. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, those bald guys, uh, man, they look weird. I, I Uncle Fester's a very handsome <laughs> <Like> a man. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Is he? <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. Yeah, so yeah, six or seven for me. I think you'll get there. All right, so we probably all know each other's story is for this, maybe, but maybe not more than all the details. But funniest, best story of meeting a professional or college athlete you've had in your lifetime? Oh, that's a good one. I'll have to think about this like, for a I'll, second. Do you have one, Brett? I have a lot of meeting like local Michigan athletes recently. So we, I went to a Tiger game once with some friends of mine, and I got Ron LaFleur's autograph. You guys probably don't even remember Ron before, but I got his autograph sure don't. the Tiger program. And during the game, this friend of mine, his brother, grabbed my program that I had LaFleur's autograph on and signed his own name right to it. Oh, which, no. Which made it pretty much worthless. Yeah, that's pretty crappy. <laughs> so that was, that I don't know how funny it was, but it was frustrating. How about you guys? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I have many. Like, oh, you know what probably would be my funniest was when we went one year to, like, the Detroit Lions, like, pre-game like meet and greet there was like a practice at ford field and we can get in line and get some of the autographs from the players yeah and we yep. were we were going through it it was uh i don't remember it was some backup defensive line but but you got me a, a number 65 jersey and at the time it was damian woody <laughs> and we're going through and this guy you know this side of my thing and this guy goes oh look we got a woody fan <laughs> i remember when the lions players i'm like yeah i'm a big fan he's like yeah we don't see many linemen with their jerseys i'm like yeah you know, <laughs> that was probably my funniest interaction. But that's pretty funny. I don't have many. How about you? Uh, yeah, my, my funniest one was probably, I think it was like a night me and Amanda were like out, like maybe went to the bar or something like that. We saw John Teske at the local Meyer. Uh, you guys remember John Teske? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. he's huge, just a tall, big white guy. Yeah. Yep. Just like seven foot three or something like that. So yep. like as soon as you walked in the store, you could see him across the entire Meyer. We saw Hunter Dickinson like, in Ann Arbor. We did. Yes, we did. Recently, actually. Um, but so we saw him there, and um, I told Amanda, like, who it was, and then we kind of, like, shadowed him, if you will, for a little bit. <laughs> at one point, man... I think, like I said, we had been drinking, and I think I yelled out, hey, John, and he looked over, and then we ran away, like school children. So. Didn't you guys meet one of it? We did. That was going to be my best one. Yeah, we actually met Chase one of it, and actually wrote a cool, uh, like, memo to Amanda's mom yeah, he was nice. nice he was he yeah. seemed like a nice guy yeah he seemed exactly like he is well, those are all good yeah those good memories yep well thanks guys this has been fun i think Appreciate it's safe to say this. we all love sports right we do yep. i don't not all sports i don't like all sports not a big badminton fan but it, you know some i'm sports. a fan of all i it, i like it, it it's good to have these discussions because uh, my wife won't listen to me anymore about sports. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your mother. Mom, mom's mom's Same. tired of you. Yeah, <laughs> her eyes just kind of glaze over. She she's she's also going to be the only one who listens to this podcast. So yeah, try not to piss her off true, too much. Okay, <laughs> she's our one fan. Craig said you're our one, one emphatic. Fan. Fan. <laughs> yeah, true. tell her she has to listen to. We need at least one one, one down. She will. 
All right. Well, thanks, guys. We'll do this again next week. We'll try to do maybe a, a draft breakdown. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Thanks for listening to our first episode. I'm sure you and our mom loved it. If you'd like to join her next week as we break down the Detroit Lions draft options, you can hear my dad try to draft the rights for J.J. McCarthy with the six overall pick and see how high I decide to take Jake Moody. Here's a hint. It's probably in the second round. See you next week. Can you imagine what it would be like if the Tigers won the Super Bowl?